Today, I'm going to talk about something a little bit more weirder. And this isn't really an excerpt. But have you ever noticed that anytime you meet somebody that has the same name as someone else you know, that they definitely have certain attributes that someone who has the same exact name has. So that's a really weird thing right there. For example, you can find somebody named... Chris. Now this Chris can be he's hyper or he talks a lot or it can be that he just has certain aspects or ways of flow that makes this person tick or work and it can be in any language the name. It seems almost that no matter what all people who bear the same first name as someone always have something in common amongst other people and lately there's even been trends of course I wouldn't say lately as much as it's been a, a good while for example the jokes about the chads the jokes about the brads all of those funny memes so people are subconsciously not even knowing that they're catching on to funny things about people with their first names uh, it's very true. I've always noticed this, and I've always thought there was something to it. So today, reflections, I want y'all to examine that and to think hard on it. Even think if you know somebody that has your own name. Do they act like you? Do you see some things that they do that's much like you? Do you even so much as despise them because they act so much like you? Reflect on these reflections for a short period of time and then we'll continue on with some other things to examine another reflection to think on now in this when I say a reflection to think on understand I'm saying the following I'm addressing you as a whole as of course reflections I'm nothing more than my mere self in the universe and all of us but also to reflect what I mean is to look deep inside of your mind self your subconscious down all the way inside of you to your quantum energy and the vortex is inside so you ever notice that everybody has a twin of course right and I ain't talking about they're born with it. You'll even notice eventually through your life you're going to run across somebody that looks almost like you. And I don't know. It doesn't have to be fully like you, but they'll imitate you. They'll act like you. They'll have certain attributes. And when you see them, like for example, someone will be like, you look like this person. And when you see this person, you'll become really pissed off. It's just this weird, weird, unexplainable phenomenon happens. Now think deep. Have you ever seen somebody that looks like you, acts like you, or just even holds their shoulders how you do? I'll let you reflect on that for a minute. Now that you've reflected on it, what is it that bothers you about it? You know, of course we ain't talking about doppelgangers, but or is it a type of doppelganger if you really think about it? I mean, we're all fragments. Ain't they technically you? They are. 
So what if it's just that they have more fragments of what makes up you inside of these people? Hmm. Reflect on this. The person that you see that looks like you or imitates you is reflecting back fragments of you of technically of what I would call what makes up the God mind complex. And what do I mean by that? What I mean by is, of course, everything's fractured as I've already explained, like a shattered mirror. If you follow my podcast now, or technically my what would be called crazy philosophy, but it's pretty damn true. So is it because you don't like those fragments or is it because they have so many fragments of us with inside of them that we notice these things and that's what makes us angry or frustrated? I've known this. I've met people that look like me to act like me personally. I don't like them. I don't like the way they look. I don't like the way they act. But I still know they're nothing but a reflection. Maybe when we reflect on these things, maybe we should understand that maybe it means that we need to better ourselves on whatever aspect, deeply, subconsciously, that may be rooted that we don't like them for. That is an interesting one. Whether it be a physical appearance, an attribute, how they react, how they act. To further, to further prove my point, I'll give a better explanation after your flight for a few. Example. A father and son who have much in common argue. Now, you would think with the bare minimum psychology that they would not argue. But hell, somebody that acts just alike or imitates another will always fight and argue. You would think they'd be closer. However, it drives them apart because they can't stand it. Now, we can use all the psychology in the world, but we won't hit broad bottom. We won't. Unless we go with some far out stuff, honestly. Now, what if it's those fragments? Those tiny, tiny fragments. Too much of them. Mm, kind of like uh, magnets repelling each other. Now, that that's, the, that's good stuff to reflect on there. The more you understand, the more in tune you are with the universe, the more power you have. Now, it won't come wealth-wise. It'll come knowledge-wise. And surely enough, hey, it can become wealth or you can become happy. Either way, wealth creates happiness. If so, a person needs it. They may think they need it at that time being, but it may not be what they need. Hell, all money is to do is to buy happiness, for example. If you ain't fucking happy... You can buy it. It may be short-lived and money is temporary, but of course you're still buying happiness. Now, whether it be drugs, girls, cars, it's all the same shit. It truly is. Now, I once also said that I'd share ways to get rich, which I'm not a pyramid scheme, so I'll go ahead and I'll give a few out. I want the world to know this. We need more entrepreneurs. So, I want you to reflect on this. Now, some of this I'll say in riddles, and some of this I'll stray straight forward. So, reflect on this. In life, a human being has just a few, a few things that we must do. And these can all become jobs, or even hobbies. The following. 
and reflect on it hard, it'll open up signals and frequencies. All people must eat, drink, piss, shit, sleep, and die. Notice. There's nothing you can do that won't involve that. You can make a pillow company. You can own a cemetery plot. You can own a food truck. You can make a beverage. You can own a bar. You can own a restaurant. You can own a hotel. You see how this is going now. You see how this is going now. I don't even have to fucking finish. It all comes down to several things. Of course, there's love and luxury in play, but... I mean, that's not 1,000% necessary, but it damn sure creates good jobs. Example, we could take the sleeping part and go, let's roll a hotel, a hotel on this one. You wouldn't have to own the hotel in this ordeal. You could just make a cleaning crew to clean hotels and do the sheets and the pillows. <laughs> or, if you're really smart and you have the money pre-set up to do it, you could do the designs for the hotel, such as the stuff that goes on the wall, but you'd have to make it in bulk, and you'd have to have contracts, I'm pretty sure. Alright. But all that aside, that would be pretty cool. I'm just giving ideas to reflect upon. Now, back to more internal reflections of ourselves upon this beautiful journey of what we try to understand is life. Now, understand... Even though I'm speaking in philosophy and all, everything that we know could be very well wrong. I could be wrong. The Bible could be wrong. Everything on earth could be wrong. But we still are striving and trying our best as one unit, from how, which I understand from my quantum, technically, my quantum mind God complex, my subconscious. None of that do this impromptu, and I'm halfway asleep myself. I can tell you one thing. I'm making myself a new pillow, literally. It's going to be lovely when I'm done. Mm. And, of course, leisure. <laughs> now, you can make a lot of money off that. You can make a lot of money off everything. They're the main ones is what matters. Shit. I bet C.D. Postopedic ain't hurting for no money. That's for damn sure if they're still in business, I think. I don't know. I don't want to throw too many names out there. I'm just saying. But however, back into metaphysical. Hmm. Now, other than other than people having similar qualities, opposites do attract. Now, I want to say that was originally do it honestly with blood types. I'm gonna say South Korea is the country that loves blood types or something like that. It's one of them. That's very interesting. There's several countries. <clears throat> well, now that we touched on that, let's touch on this. The polar opposites. Ever notice that what happens is, is we as fragments look for a small amount of fragments in someone else, but there's too much there. There's always friction, like I said. <laughs> Technically glass rubbing together, but anyways. Going further with it. A talkative person will get along better with a non-talkative person. I have noticed this myself, and trust me, I talk a lot in real life. Now, other than that, there's other aspects, and they what they do, in my opinion, is they 
of course, balance each other out. I mean, this is nothing metaphysical, but that's more psychological. I ain't going to go using deep psychological terminology and stuff like that. I could care less. There's a very small gap, honestly, between psychological and almost quantum mind complex, in my opinion. Um, I mean, it's so fucking small. I mean, I, I expect any fucking time for it to merge as one. I mean, fuck, man, come on. Your fucking brain literally sometimes can reroute itself and grow new neurons and stuff. So, without further ado, <clears throat> let's continue on. So, like I said, a talkative person with a non-talkative person. A person, oddly enough, who is hyper as hell with somebody who is very laid back and vice versa. Or somebody who is both hyper and laid back will get along with somebody who is hyper um there is about a million things that literally affect that um someone who is outgoing and bubbly will seek someone who is shy and that seems to be a big one especially if you're in high school or are in college or something like that. Anything like that affects that, and I have noticed that. Continuing on. Also, people who are annoying seek out people who are not annoying, are therefore less annoying, which is pretty funny, that one. But uh, it all balances out in the end. So reflect on that. Notice that there's certain particles that are there, or shards, may I say, of glass, that make up the whole quantum god complex. But they're not as much as like how earlier how we examined the father and son who have much in common yet fight. But at the same time, retouching back on that, the father and son who don't have much in common don't fight. Normally it's because they're trying to find something in common that they have. Now if that isn't fucking dichotomous, I do not know what the fuck is. I'm just fucking saying. I mean, think about it. You're trying to find literally something in common by in common. What we know right here, Reflections, as we fucking see it firsthand, is nothing more than them looking for more particles of themselves. And now that I realize this, I must point it out to y'all. This is just like the fucking parents that live through their kids. And what I mean by that is there seems to be, I just noticed a, a fucking common denominator in that. They always go for the kid who is not like them or the kid who is like them, but not perfectly like them. And the reason being is they're trying to iron them out to achieve their goals because if they think that, of course, that they are like them, that they're more likely, probably, honestly, to go towards and do the same exact shit that they did. But at the same time, they're trying to fuck up the same kid's own complex reality of what makes him him. And then when that individual gets older, they'll either do one or two things. Fuck up the other kid or not fuck up the other kid. And sometimes they swerve from that and they choose a different pattern of destruction or less than or sometimes they don't even choose to. 
which is more power to them, honestly. I mean, it takes a lot of willpower and stuff. And willpower just doesn't come naturally. I mean, it does come naturally, but I'm saying it's still particles itself. It's how much vibration you put in anything. Vibrations are always there in frequencies. They're not ever not present. Even be it down to the synapses of your brain, I am pretty sure that even if we do or do not know currently, that it probably makes a loud sound. And sound is, of course, vibration. Waves vibrate. Everything vibrates. Hell, even dildos vibrate. Come on now. There ain't nothing that don't. Hmm. Shit. Even radiation. Now, what shall we reflect upon now? Hmm. Many things. Many things. Let me think of what I can leave you to deeply reflect upon. That'll just strike every person that's listening to this right now. And I think that it would be easy just to say it right now. What can you do right now to better your life? You say you even have a career and you love it. That's great. But what if you owned it? Well, that's even better, right? Well, it comes down to those things I said earlier, of course. But also at the career, you would apply that there parts of what you love not what the company loves and you would be examining it from of course your standard of examining the company itself versus how the company examines the client now what do I mean by this I mean whatever you like that you see or that you feel or what you do at work and you, you deeply need to analyze Certain things that you do at work literally are nothing more than the fucking patterns that you see every day. And I don't even mean the dumb fucking people you work with. Those are just mere reflections that you can't, that you cannot stand because they vibrate the same particles. Shit, probably you'd want to knock a few shards out of them. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. But it can even be a change of scenery catches your eye. It can even be the fucking grass lays a different way every, each day you go to work. It's simple stuff. Yet all this stuff just passes us by every day and we don't even notice it. Only our subconscious does. But it can't even be conscious. Now what I'm saying is if you could take that and then you could put it back into the company and if you can if you can see it there and you can analyze it, of course, of what makes you love it, then can't you reproduce it into the exact version that you love? A mini scaled down version if you'll never afford it, but never say never. You couldn't afford it at the current time. Of course, a business grows. And then sometimes they buy other businesses and run them too. I, I am a firm believer that if you open a business and it is profitable, feed back into the business a little amount to keep it stable. Keep back a little. Hold monitor. Then start feeding it in. And then when you do it that, you take some other money, invest in another business, then, then do the same. And if it's, you're, if it's profitable, then you got double the motherfucking profit coming back in. I mean, how in the fuck are you going to lose? Pocket the rest. And then if you feel safe, go ahead and move the business number fucking three. It can be something small as shit and never put them together. For example, pressure washing, cutting grass. Whoa, that would go great together. No, fuck that. Do not do that shit. 
run it separate. If you run it separate, you could put someone else over the thing. Pretend they're the boss and not yourself. Pay that person a little more. And I'm telling you, you'll make a lot more money. You could even fake being your own fucking rival that way. Two grass companies, one fake boss, and you're the real owner. Huh, ain't that some shit. Faking rivalry. Rivalry is good. Because, come on. I use Simpson to cut my grass. Don't you know that? Really, Simpson's owned by McDuffie down there. McDuffie's lawn care. Simpson is just a high-paid, false boss and owner of the fucking business. <laughs> I know we... As conspiracy theorists, or if you're not one, who gives a shit, know about this. Problem, solution. If you can create both, you'll make money. If you're the problem and you're only fucking solutions, you... <laughs> I mean, come on now. We all hate it and we mock people that do it, but on a harmless scale, is it really that bad? <laughs> Think about it. You could... Honestly, it's like you could just do this. Own a sprinkler company and a lawn mowing company. I mean, come on. Eventually, the grass is going to overgrow. You get where I'm going with this. I don't think you can make it any more stupid or funnier. Or worse, you could own a tire shop in the middle of nowhere and also a company that makes shitty nails or something that's local too so they get dropped on the fucking road and they're the only tire store around. That's illegal as hell, but it's comedical. It, may, it reminds me of them damn horror films, but the thing is you'd honestly just do their tires at a very low price. But that's what I mean. I mean, you wouldn't really do this. I'm just, you do this, you're going to go to fucking jail. I'm just being funny. Um, but it's a problem and a solution. But of course, the problem would more be make someone's grass grow overgrow or something like that something harmless by owning a company of whatever it specializes in has a counter to it the best way to describe that would be a sprinkler company like i said and a lawn mowing business on the other one i mean come on shit's gotta overgrow some fucking time or better yet flip houses for a living and you have a rival that does the same. But on the other end, you have an entire cleanup crew. But you have another dude that runs it that they think is the boss. So they don't want to use you. They use that one. They're like, ha, we don't use your company. We use this company. Because you pretend that you use McMillan down here. And really, McDuffie is who you are. You are McDuffie in this situation. And, well... Simpson's gonna get credits grass. And if you ain't don't remember, Simpson is technically you, which is McDuffie. Basically, you're fucking your rivals over. It's just pretty damn funny. You don't want no rivals in the end. But it can be solved peacefully, happily, and with a lot of fucking money added into your wallet if it's played correctly. I don't know how many times I've done this shit. <laughs> oh my god. But it works. Um, I wouldn't be giving this knowledge out for free, honestly, if I didn't think that people needed it nowadays. And trust me, there's a lot more bullshit coming your way in a few episodes. And a lot of it's going to be 
either, of course, spiritual or it will have to do with jobs. And I will list it if it has to do with jobs. I may put a different season up for jobs. If so, I will leave it in to a comment inside of an episode. Well, that is all for today. And remember, come by McDuffie's so that Simpson don't cut your grass. Here at McDuffie's, we cut grass perfect. Simpson over there will fuck you over. I seen him do it. I know he did it. The best part about being your own rival is you could talk as much shit as you want about the other company and they can't sue you. I'm just saying. If you're McDuffie and you own Simpsons lawn mowing too as well, well, fuck Simpson. Because you know that McDuffie does a better job. And hell, if McDuffie over there is having an issue, fuck him too. Because you're Simpson. Now, when it comes down to licensing and all, I ain't going to give you all that. I mean, come on now. You got to have a little common sense. I'll leave you that. I'll leave you to play with that. Be a reflection on that. Not be a reflection. This is all impromptu. I don't care. It's a screw up. I know, verbally. I'm not editing it. Now, what I mean by that is reflect on that. Understand how what I'm saying works. And it can be applied to anything legal. I mean, what the hell are you going to do? Sue yourself? Or are you going to outperform yourself? If you have no competition, um, you have no competition. But if you want competition, the best way to do it is to fake it. I mean, think about what I said and reflect on it. I mean, if you're not getting it, you'll get it. And you'll be like, holy shit. Anyways, this has been Chris Investigates. And I'm honestly going to put it like this. I don't know how the hell... I wind up with a channel that's supposed to investigate paranormal stuff, and then I go fucking philosopher and crazy and talk about jobs. But besides that point, peace out reflections. I mean, it is what it is. Oh, I know how I wound up with this podcast. Because of my rival, my own damn self, on another one that I had fucked the names up. But at least I'm honest. Peace.